Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, whispered something. What did you no, whisper? No, I, ju- I didn't. I said, in your own time. Oh. Because oh, you say, because you keep going, I'm going to press the, re- the record button now. <laughs> and then there's a really long pause. <laughs> I know, because it takes a while to connect. I know, but when you're like about to go on, in yes. my case, oh, and you get the sort of five, four, three, oh. two, one. And, but then when you have to then wait another five seconds, okay. it just drains me of all impetus <laughs> oh well sorry <laughs> it's like, can you just get better at pressing that button i will been doing it for three years i'll almost. practice <laughs> uh, it's not three years don't worry anybody who's now looking <laughs> back to find that whole missing year of episode <laughs> it's definitely not there <laughs> and if it was we'd have deleted them yes for they'd, sure. have been, they'd have stank <laughs> to high heaven <laughs> welcome to ambridge on the couch and in depth look at the arches with me lucy v freeman jeff thomas lucy v freeman no one's gonna get that unless they're looking at my screen and our executive director cooper now before we make a start in your emails let's have a recap on what happened this week in ambridge we began the week with alice doing more ferreting about in jenny's drawers to see if she can find more emotional letters Rory crept up on Alice, then Alice crept up on Rory. I don't know why everyone's spying on each other. Or why Rory only seems to interact with Alice, who he absolutely hates. Is it like the sixth sense? Can, is, is it only Alice can see him, maybe? Lillian is still huffy with Pat and Tony. Pat urged Tony to talk to Lillian while she whispered prompts to him from behind the door. Linda cheered Lillian up by reading out Jenny Darling's obit biography for the Village website, in which she described Jenny Darling as farmer. Farmer? The closest Jenny ever got to farming was flogging strawberries on the bypass and saying, oh, Brian, when he was late for dinner, when he had to change the wheel on something. And that was about as close as Brian got as well, as all he ever did really was ring a man in overalls and say, hello, overalls, chappy, see if you can do something about that, will you, before wandering off to get another glass of malt. They all decided to have a smashing game of Cluedo. Let's see who was responsible for the death of Jennifer Aldridge, the feckless husband, the cuckoo in the nest or the raging alky. Brian realised he was going to be completely lost without Jennifer through the medium of realising how much of the boring, irksome mundanities of daily life she took off his shoulders. Oh, Jenny was always good at finding things and tidying up and remembering people's birthdays. To remember people's birthdays, Brian, you use a device called a calendar. It's a strange, arcane device with numbers and strange squiggles that only women understand. You're going to have to get a grip. I'm having sympathy with you right now, but much more of this and it will rapidly dissolve. 
Pat remembered she had goats and fed them. Poor buggers, they must be starving by now. They've been living on Bakewell Tart out the tea room bin for the last six months. Pat, in her new role as stress finder general, decided to depress Lee too by cross-questioning him about his plans for the girls just when he'd started to shut up about it. He shared with her his new and brilliant idea to make his daughters think that Borchester is as exciting as San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco has the Golden Gate Bridge, alarmingly steep, steep streets, and Alcatraz. Lee's alternatives were to give the girls a guided tour of the bypass, push them off the top of Lakey Hill on a tin tray, and visit an escape room, which I presume was his version of Alcatraz. Escape rooms are surprisingly tricky, and he's not the brightest light in the harbour, so I'm presuming there's no way he's going to get the answers to open the door, so he's just not going to let them out until they've agreed to live with Mary Poppins and Dick Van Thick. There seems to be some confusion over whether Chelsea employs Freddie or the other way round. He asked her if she wanted any help, and she said, get lost, idiot, so he threw lots of plates at her. As there was no one in the orangery, I don't know where all those plates came from, but Chelsea then sighed heavily, remembered she was a horribin, and started giving troop rallying advice. I wonder at what point Tracy and Chelsea will ever just shrug their shoulders and say, Dunno, can't help you there, and wander off. No, they just give more of their earthy, wise, peasant sores. And everyone there says, Oh, they're quite marvellous, aren't they? <laughs> Harriet's prediction was correct, and Natasha has indeed been boring the internet rigid with pictures of the twins, little nostril and sewer. They have attracted the attention of a woman who wants them to be models. My friend's child is a model, and it is a nightmare. He has to do his homework at auditions. The other mothers are all appalling, and the children, after three jobs, become utterly vile. Natasha will fit right in. The sausage orchard morons first of all had to ask each other where their baby twins were, and then didn't question the fact that a model scout was looking at pictures of organic vegetable delivery services to look for new recruits. Yes, of course you think they're gorgeous bundles of loveliness. All parents do. That's a primal device created with the express purpose of making sure you don't get bored with them, leave them under a hedge and wander off. That is not the criteria with which you should be parting with £800 of your hard-earned cash, or rather £800 of Mr Visa's hard-earned cash. We had a sighting of a gill in the wild. Brian went potty and stared at home farm, wondering why it wasn't his anymore. Mrs Gill probably had something to say to him, knowing her. Brian is slowly turning into Jeremy Clarkson. I'm right. I don't care what you say or what the law says. I'm doing it anyway. Harassment's cunning technique of sending Adam to sit with Brian on the bench to drive him home worked. And Brian hurried off, keen to get away from the droning noise. In other news, Mango walloped Justin over the head with a rolled up copy of the Sunday Telegraph, which is much the best thing one could do with it. And Rory got told off by Julie Gran after hitting on one of her clients, who was a very important hedgehog manager, and then got spectacularly dumped. It was all a bit sad and weird. Poor Rory, but it's all right. He's always got Alice. The end. Oh, that's exactly what it is. It's, it was sad and weird, wasn't it? The, br- the Rory lo- thing. Yeah. yeah, well, there was a lot of sad and weirdness, wasn't yes. there? I quite liked this week, though, because uh, I was a bit worried it was going to be, um, <laughs> I don't want to say dow- a downy Jenny week. <laughs> it's a bit rude, isn't it? Morny, morny, bory, bory. Are you not over it yet? Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. It's just a Shut up! <laughs> I worried it might be a bit intense. And it was quite intense in some ways, wasn't it? But there was so much other quite interesting stuff going on yes it was, i liked this week what was and the that's all i have to say goodbye <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the interesting stuff that went on because i well, the mod- so sure. I, no, I think the modeling angle is quite fun isn't it because yes. as you said natasha would be 
is literally the perfect yeah, awful absolutely. pretending not to be a pushy mother pushy yeah, mother yeah but i actually because she had a cold this week you know and she was like come on tom i was like get get into voiceovers love i know you she sounded, sounded really, amazing really good this yeah, week love yeah. everyone sounds good with a cold though don't yeah. they um but i just thought i because the um, modelling agency hadn't said um, pay us £800 for a portfolio, I thought that was probably reasonably kosher. Except that wouldn't you probably go and have a meeting with them first before you fork out on a, of course. On a vastly expensive portfolio? And also if they really quid. want you, they would pay for the they pay for the portfolio. Or if they don't, they would at least say, come in for a meeting, mm. here are the photographers that mm. we recommend. Because often they don't. Kids agencies often make you fork... Not, mine aren't no no i would never go down that route because no. as you said you're you're the chaperone yeah it's it would be a nightmare but yeah. anyway but but i do think that actually a lot of um kids agents well same with actors agencies they they don't you know you pay for your own headshots but i think they would say come in we've got to, we've got to because they've got to meet them to make sure they're not yeah rats mad. For a start. Yeah. yeah you know if they're if they're screaming all all mm. the time and mm. only smiling once every 24 hours and they're not right are they so um and then they would probably say these are the photographers we use we recommend them blah 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 you take your pick or you know mm. have a think about it they're not if it's a kosher agency they're not well so, my a friend of my daughter's who's always wanted to be a model and definitely has that look she was forever being you know they hang around the, the, she's got the, an interesting look yeah they they, yeah. they you know those the, the guys that pick people up outside top shop and and yeah, say, like, do you want, yeah. and some the of them days. are because there's that the story about was it Kate no, Moss? Topshop doesn't even exist anymore except on ASOS. Yeah. So you can't be a model anymore. You can't, I know. Nightmare. You just have to hang around somewhere else or where it used to be outside oh, the night shop or whatever it is. Um, but uh, I do that every Monday morning. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, she was asked. Um, she got completely stung. She was told, oh, you need a portfolio. This yeah. is a photographer that we will only accept portfolios from right, him. Yeah. Yeah, it exactly. was one and a half grand. It was her savings. Oh she God. spent it all. And <gasps> then they just oh, no. put it online and said, and that's it. Nothing's ever uh, happened. And the agent, oh. there were loads of complaints about the agency. But she was, uh, she was 17. So, yeah. you know, yeah. she was completely... Well, if- taken in and it was something she'd always wanted to do and Natasha can see the old well it's it's a winning combination is it because it's a combination of pound signs and someone telling you that your children are beautiful and of course you think your children are beautiful I mean the advantage of having twins is that they are likely to get work because you need twins don't you for tv and I guess for shoots as well because they're interchangeable so, the, so in a way, it they're it's good to exploit them because they're useful in mm. that respect. And I, and I, I've got nothing wrong with, you know, why wouldn't if you if you can if you can have a little um, side hustle, mm. um, um, you know, with your twins making money for a, you know, for a fund for themselves. Mm. But it's just the do your loads of research yeah. first. You well, see, it's Bridge girl. Farm, isn't it? When have they ever? When have they ever done Don't any... Don't worry, Tom. We could just put £800 on the credit. £800? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, didn't you get any other quotes? Yeah. Because that seems a lot, <laughs> quite frankly. Why don't you just start off with one photo yeah. and see if they get any work that way? Yeah. It just seems... Yeah, yeah. of course they're Of course they only going to do it in... Them. But, Pat, but <laughs> I quite thought Pat and Tony were quite sweet because I thought they were going to go, yes, you know, because it, it might not... You know, there might be... Um, 
uh, just a bit of a scam and a debate. Actually, mm. they were like, for the girls' sake, you know, it's very exploitative. And they, they, I was like, they're not going to be posing in bikinis at the age of <laughs> nine months. I think they'll be all right looking back on their baby photos when they're in some cutesy little Bowden dress. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I thought that was quite funny. Um, it's also, I, what, what amuses me is, I kind of like to think of Natasha as the Meghan Markle of Bridge Farm. She's just <laughs> exposing them to a whole world of credit and business and money and consumerism that they just had absolutely yes. no idea was you're, out there. They're like, what's totally she doing? Right. <laughs> They're so um, insular, aren't like, they? All right, Natasha. Yes, I think that's good. Yeah, we're doing but it. Natasha bit... says it's all right. Yeah. We'll do it. <laughs> Oh, Natasha wants to go outside, does she? She wants to leave the village for a day, does she? Why has she taken her bonnet off, please? (laughs) She is the complete... She really is so, so anti-Bridge Farm. It's so funny. And uh, Tom's always got a little quaver in his voice when he's speaking to her. Yeah. Also, what annoying... Natasha, don't hit me again. Just... (laughs) Here's my credit card. Have to spend as much as you want. We'll be fine. I've worked God, myself. Pat and Tony are going to get very, very angry when they find out about that yeah. 800 quid. Yeah. That's rapidly going to become Tom? 1600. Yeah. Oh, that's a great Pat impression, Lucy. <laughs> you can be Pat. I cannot be Pat. Go on, do that again. That sounded just like her. No, I can't do oh, it again. And if Lucy. you put pressure on me, I shall cry. So don't. <laughs> But no, but I'm probably saying maybe you sound a bit like Pat because you can only really do a voice if you sound a little bit like them anyway. Yeah. Go on, do it again. Well, she's say, got that. I've voice. got a slightly deeper Tom. voice. Tom, go on. Do your go on. No. But then she also has a bit of in her voice sometimes, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah. Um. But no, what annoyed me this week was Tom saying Seren. So when he was talk when he talks to his parents and he'll go, um, yeah, because Nova and Seren. Yeah. And it's of course that is her name. Yes. But but and Natasha does it obviously because that's the n- normal way she would pronounce the yes. name. But is it like calling? Is it like being a British person and having a kid called um, uh, like Amelie or something? But because your wife is French, you call them Emily. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? It's sort of like you know. I don't. Is it is it wrong of me to be annoyed by the way he's calling her Seren? <laughs> It's, I, think, I think it is quite natural for Tom because Tom has been so subsumed by Natasha. <laughs> yes, that okay. He's basically Welsh now. That's kind <laughs> yeah, of, you know. Okay. He will have definitely had to learn Welsh. Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Of, yeah, because of he'll Megan. be insisting that, yeah. that Barrowbrith is the nicest cake and everything else. Although, actually, I'm very fond of it, so I totally agree. But Wait, yes. You're going to basically be Welsh soon. You should start saying Seren in these Seren. podcasts. Mm. I'll say Seren and you can say Seren. <laughs> you can say Serena. Get it completely wrong. <laughs> exactly. Just give yeah. it a proper English name, would you? No one You're... can do that funny stuff. I'll call you Trevor, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I quite agree with you about um, uh, Alice being Alice and Rory being ghosts Yes. each other. No, none of the rest of the family interact no. with them. It's so weird. When did Adam it? talk to... Adam only talks to Bran. <laughs> Yeah. Occasionally to Alice, yeah. sometimes to Kate, yeah. but never, ever to Rory. Yeah. But but Alice, I was like, I actually felt really sorry for Rory because every time he just wanted to be on his own, yes. quiet grieve on his own, he'd be like, <laughs> What are you oh, doing? Rory, 
come on, you can cry. Yeah. Just would you like to cry? Alone. Cry, Rory. Oh my god, it would have. I would. I, I would have yeah. got out of there ASAP. Yeah. She's yeah. so nice. It was like when when um we were in hospital with Rex for all those months, and the, and you know you'd be standing by the incubator just having a quiet. Yeah. Just, or just thinking about anything. Yeah. Probably not your even just your baby. having a moment <laughs> having on a moment. your own. You'd get this the psychologist oh, basically. They'd right. literally tiptoe mm. up to you and go, Are you okay? And you go, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't How know you that. I was I was fine. But you've given me such a shock. But I've just proved myself. So and I'm not so you, much now. And then you have to go, Oh my god, I'm absolutely fine because otherwise they'll cart you off. Yeah. Completely by having a brilliant day, honestly. I don't brilliant. want to talk. Right? <laughs> Look at the view to. out the window. It's fantastic. Yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> but but Alice was like that. She was so yeah. desperate for yeah. Rory to break down on her and yeah. tell her everything. And of course, the more she Alice does that, the less he's going to give. Yeah, there are some she... people who are like grief vampires. <laughs> who they just love it. They love a bit of drama, and they love. They really, really want. It's like after my dad died, there were some friends who I had to actually say, "Leave me alone. Just leave me alone." Also, I, it's been ooh. five years. I'm, yeah. I'm in a much better place. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk. I'll tell you if I do. And I'm not an idiot. I know when I want to and need to, and I know when I don't, and I don't. Go away! But, oh, but, dear. but the trouble is, in this day and age, because you have to... Yes. I mean, I, I don't really... I, don't I, bottle I prefer it up. To have a, I'm not. Yeah, it's it's not, not bottling it up. It's just not doing it. It's different. It's just like, read the room. It's yeah. not really the time. I yeah. just want a quiet, yeah. just a quiet moment on my own. But so, so if I was Alice, I would have completely backed off, and as you said, got Debbie to call him or yeah. got, got his friends over. Yeah, you know, he keeps saying he's seeing Ben, but we never see him seeing Ben. Hear him seeing in his ben. dreams. Mm. Oh, Rory. Mm. but then, but Rory's hard to love at the moment, anyway, isn't yeah. he? Because he's a but. But then, but then, actually, I felt I even though he was e- almost even more annoying. And path- so childish, wasn't he, with all the Cl- the Cluedo stuff? Was yeah. funny. I don't even want to play. It's a super game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just what I really enjoyed was Brian. Brian's the only one who actually just ignores him being a yeah. dick and just go. Anyway, uh, can you have you got a rubber? Let's yeah. rub this. Uh, whereas Alice would have been like, Dad, let's talk about this moment. Yeah. But Brian just like moves on, which I quite liked. And then Rory was just like, Are you understand? <laughs> I don't want to be the red one. I want to be Colonel Mustard. That evening, we were laughing because I went out with my friend Anne, who has a six-year-old. And uh, she she said that she'd cracked up laughing at listening to that bit because she said they just had a game of Monopoly with the boys and her husband and her. And she said... We have to have time out after 25 minutes of any board game, but especially Monopoly, because the little one cries every yeah. time he's asked to pay rent. Yeah. I, I, I don't want, I'm not buying it. Why do I have to pay him anything? And she said, and then there's counters going everywhere. Everyone's stropping off. And uh, she said, it's just, yeah. She said, it's, yeah. it's like she said it's a game designed to bring out no Jeff said actually Monopoly is a game designed to bring out the worst in humanity and I it think Kudo's probably a second yes yeah. I mean when I used to play Monopoly with my older brother and younger sister my older brother obviously brought may he bought everything yeah. and me and my sister but my sister was too young to care really but I would weep every time oh. and it would be, it's so 
bag as he always was and I haven't got any money left. I was such a He's bad loser. He's bought a utility and I don't even know what is a utility. <laughs> and as an adult, you're going, it's just a game, yeah. guys. It's, but it's not a game. It's, even even Cluedo didn't become, because there was some sort of reference, wasn't there, to Rory. It was like, I'm fed up of playing games. And yes. it's like, oh, I see. The whole Cluedo is a metaphor for yeah. your, for your oh. grieving heart and all of that sort of stuff. <laughs> It's well, never, I just think never after, just a game. It was, and also it was so. It was quite an, um, a kind of quite a blatant metaphor for when they're all blaming each other for killing Jenny, and then let's play Cluedo, and you think, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> I let's, know, I know. you know, bloody it's hell, so random. Also, pictionary, I, do pictionary, I, just don't draw <laughs> coffins or graves or anyone having a heart attack. Just, mm. Yeah, because Cluedo can be quite scary when you sort of think about it. It's quite ghostly. But I would have, <laughs> I actually respected Alice's way of playing, which is the way I play board games, which is everyone sets, you know, you set it up and then you get down to play and then you, as I would be Alice and I'd be like, I'm just going to go and make the tea yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys start it off and I'll, mm. I'll just be popping back and forth. But I'm not going to sit down and play this game, okay? <laughs> I get that from me. Mum, are you coming? Mum, Mum, are you coming? Are you coming to play, Mum? I'm just, I'm listening, I'm listening. I'm just, don't even tell me when it's my go. But it's you won't know what's happened before. I don't need to, don't need to. Exactly that. I can hear everything. Everything yeah, through the door. Because genuinely, I would rather eat my own foot than play this game, but I am <laughs> pretending for you, darling. Yes. Oh, that made me laugh. Casa um, Aldridge is not a nice place to be at the moment, is it? No. But I, um, I felt that Adam and Brian actually had... Was it... Oh, yeah, because... When Brian trespassed on the gills, <laughs> yes. I thought, Mrs. Gill calling the police. Yeah. I mean, that's a bit you'd go much. out and you'd go, because my first thought would be it was somebody who was a bit senile who'd yeah. potted into the wrong place, <laughs> yeah. which is exactly what had happened, in fact. <laughs> yeah, you'd just go, Are you okay, dear? Yeah. Shall I call a member of your family? Yeah. <laughs> and then Brian would have been so humiliated, he would have yeah. just shuffled up. No, I don't have a bloody carer. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about my Jenny. Mm. But there was a moment, I don't, was it that moment in the garden where they talked about, um, I think it probably was, wasn't it, where Adam and Brian talked about um, uh, Adam coming to the house. It was, wasn't it, when they were doing talking about memories of the house. Yes, and when he first, yeah. And, and, and I Jenny, actually yeah. found that really moving. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was Adam and Brian. Well, I've really sort of forgotten because I've only so known sweet. Adam. Since yes, he talked Lucy. like that. Exactly. And the it idea took... of him being a little boy and Oh it you know... was really made me have much more respect for Adam. Yeah. Because I suddenly thought, that's probably why you are like you are. Mm. So because he and there was and I think somebody else said it later on in the week that Adam's got Adam's Adam's having to be the sort of grown up one, isn't it? Somebody said to Adam, didn't they? You are allowed to grieve too, mm, yeah. Because he's there's always one person, isn't there, that has to look after the family when yeah. members die. Do all the and cooking they, and the paperwork and everything. Exactly, else and, and yeah. he's taking it all on his shoulders, so he's being the protective one. But, um, but when and when they talked about it, and I thought probably his whole life he had to do that. Maybe that's why he's so mm. stiff and reserved and mm. angry is because he's had to take on all the 
you know, Kate was allowed to strop around. Alice was allowed to be a drunk. Rory was allowed to be a vulnerable kid, but he's the one that's actually had to just take it. Yeah. I mean, you know, and that's why it com- That's why he gets so angry, probably, isn't it? And that's also why he sodded off up. to he sodded off to Africa, and Debbie sodded off to Hungary. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Debbie was sensible and was just mm. like, "I'm getting away. I can't yeah. live here." Yeah. But Adam took it, and it now mm. it just sort of made him a frustrated man and that's why he's so much mm. more relaxed at Bridge Farm isn't he doing yeah. his gooseberry bushes but uh, <laughs> it came on quick that garden didn't it did yes oh, I, right. I imagine it's like cute <laughs> now or whizzy just acres and acres of fruit bushes <laughs> it only us. takes a week I'm going to do one it's just a few gooseberry bushes do you have but, any uh, idea how hard it is to plant things at this time of year <laughs> the ground is like reinforced the... concrete because it's either those... bone dry and fro- or frozen <laughs> Or completely sodden, so you dig a hole and it immediately fills up again. You just get a nudist drill. Yeah, and that's true. Done. Maybe that's what you they're just, using. They, they got all them, all them stuff. But no, that 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 sweet Brian and yeah, and then so then I I was like, it's lovely to think of Adam as a, you know, when he was like Brian, you gave me such a warm welcome. Mm. I was like. <laughs> And yeah. then when Brian talked about Rory in the, I was, I got so, I, I don't, what, I was, I was sitting on the loo. It must have been that, but while I was listening to it, feeling a bit hormonal. And then Brian was like, and you know when I drove Rory up the drive and he saw the house for the first time, and then Jenny greeted him and took him off to his room. Yeah. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, thinking of that poor little boy who just lost yeah. his mum, and then Jenny being so, um, you know, putting all her. So that sort of trauma aside and, you know, loving Rory. I honestly, I got so... But I can understand why... <laughs> I can understand why um, Rory... Because I've said before, he... Rory was, to the village, the visible personification of Brian's infidelity. He is yes. a walking, talking exemplar of... Brian being a terrible husband, Jenny being humiliated. So it's okay for, you know, it's all very well everyone saying, oh, Jenny forgave him and Jenny loved Rory. It's not about Jenny, it's about Rory and how he feels about himself, isn't it? Yes, Which explains Julie Grant. (coughs) Yes, well, exactly. That, 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 I think Julie Anne... Julie Grant. I've never heard of do you do you always call her that? No, I've just started in the last couple I, of years. I really weeks. like that. It's so funny. Because she suddenly sounded her voice went all Yes, yeah, she did sound older. She, I yeah. I wondered if they'd done that on purpose oh. because I, I think probably Julianne must also be going, Hang on a minute, this might be getting weird. Yeah. Because he lost one yeah. mum, yeah. now he's lost another mum. Yeah. I'm going to become his substitute mother. Yeah. If I'm not already. So Who I he think likes that... to think of as sexy in her oh. outfit. That was, so that was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. When she went, do you think they, like, do you think um, they're showing, because he was like, come in here. And she, he went, come in, you, you're looking, I forgot to tell you how sexy you are, come here. And then she sort of screamed, didn't she? Yeah. And do you think that, because you know when he pushed Alice and she sort of, do you think they're suggesting that he can be a bit violent? or Or do you think they're suggesting that, that only she's in control of the yeah, sex that, or the oh latter. okay i think that so it's, he's it's never a, it's allowed about, to... it's got to be on her terms right okay. he can't he's say i don't to want initiate. to have sex or i do want to have sex right okay if she wants it he performs right okay that's what it was yeah because that was so i, I, I think i don't know but I, that's yeah. just what i 
That's yeah, you're looking sexy tonight, yeah. Granny. Yeah. It was really weird, wasn't it? <laughs> Call me Grandma again, Rory. Call me Gran. You know I like it. Look at my bunions. And also, she <laughs> said you, you were am? hitting on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she said that before as well. I think sometimes he is used to flirt with guys, isn't he? Okay, oh, fine. Because I think that's happened before. I seem to remember at another party. Because I was surprised that he knew because he, that he, that she knew. Because I was thinking if I was going to be paying somebody for their undivided attentions, I would rather it was somebody completely straight that, uh, so I would know exactly what I was dealing with sort of thing. No, because I'm pretty sure that, there was another party they went to and she sort of commended him on on one of the guys fancying Rory. Oh, okay. So, so I think she totes him around as right. sort of, you know, to flirt with girls and boys okay. and for her to win right. the affections of those people. I think, anyway. But it is all so weird. Well, I can very much... Someone else pointed out in the emails, I can't remember if it was this week or last week, that you can completely see why she has to pay for company. <laughs> A more uninspiring woman I have yet to come across. It's like she has no personality. No, she's just exactly. a robot. Yeah, and just in a, a way, robot. she's not even horrible enough to be interesting. No, you, you know when she was like, "Move along there, driver." Or yes, it wasn't quite bitchy enough to no. make her even sound. Because we want her to be like you know Alexis, Alexis Colby, don't we? Oh, exactly. Someone. Um, you know, she's got some huge Joan Collins wig and big yes. sparkly diamond earrings. Glamorous and dynamic yeah. and And instead and she just sounds a bit middle management, really. It's, a, that is quite, it's quite a hard role to play, mm. I was thinking, because when we, when we were first introduced to her, she sounded quite charming, didn't she? And she's got that sexy voice and... But then obviously she had to show, more and more show her cold side. And and she's only defined in the show through her relationship with Rory. We know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. We've talked about that before, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, there's, well, there's, there's nothing else to her. So we, yes. don't, we can't get a rounded picture. Yeah. And maybe that's what happened to Adam is just along the way he just became angry Adam. Yeah. And lost any of his <laughs> personality. <laughs> um. Have you, do you, have you ever seen Hamilton? No. Yeah. Was, well, yes. In bits. I was listening to this song all morning and it reminded me of Brian and Adam. But you might not be able to hear it. I'll just play a little bit because the lyrics are so nice. Long hours in the garden. I walk alone to the store. And it's quiet uptown. I never liked the quiet before. It's such lovely lyrics, Lucy. <laughs> it's the most beautiful song. If 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 you're grieving, anybody, listen to it. It's Quiet Uptown from Hamilton. Have you got PMT? <laughs> Definitely the time of the... Ah, okay. I was listening to... But it's, it's that thing of like, when he says... I, ne- oh, I can't do it. I can't sing it. But he says, "I never liked the quiet before." Yeah. And it's actually when you, when you, you know, everybody's grieved for someone or something, and you sometimes you have to do it in silence. Yeah. You just need the quiet without an alcoholic trailing around behind you, going, <laughs> "What's the matter? Will you talk to me? Talk to me? Talk to me?" That's oh. probably why Brian had to go and sit on that bench. Yeah. With someone else's. Would you garden. just piss off? <laughs> Everyone keeps asking me if I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm not okay. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, my God. Uh, and I am not convinced that Lee is going to persuade his girls that Borchester is a fair swap. It just isn't. Give it up. Oh, but he's going to try so hard. I know, and it's going to be awful. Oh, poor Lee. And Helen's going to have to break it to him. No, sit down. No, Lee, sit down. No, not the dollies now. Leave the, Put the dollies down. You can do them again in a minute. But just listen. Look at me. No, look at me. Oh, poor Lee. They don't gonna... want to play with you in Borchester. They don't, darling. <laughs> But I've got this amazing Marvel exhibition. Actually, that would be quite good, wouldn't it? But, um, but you know, they, well, they really wanted to play with my Iron Man. But I, oh, I feel. I, I wonder if they're going to come into the show next week. I, suppose I don't know. Check. But those four it. all living together would be the ch- children. Also, when Pat and Tony were like, "Oh, you silly sausage! You said you could babysit." Blah blah. Yeah. And you said. It's like, well, it's not that many kids. No, and you live with that, that all the time. Why is that? Well, exactly. <laughs> that is like, your life. But also, most grandparents do that, don't they? You might yeah. as well just, if you've got two, you might as well have all of them. They yeah. are your grandkids. It's only for a night. Yeah. Calm down, Pat. Yeah. She's, such, she's a control freak, though, yeah. isn't she? Oh, oh, t- Tony, why didn't <laughs> you tell me? And you're like, and then she said, she said something to Tony this week. There was quite a lot of lines this week that I didn't, um, hear properly. Brian said a few lines and I couldn't hear them properly. But then, all, and to, and Pat said to Tony, "Was that because you were talk- crying and eating chocolate at the same time?" Yeah, basically. Pat said to Tony, "I wish I could do her voice. I, I think you can. You say it." She said, "Do this in Pat's voice. Don't torture yourself, Tony." I can't say, no. Oh, uh... okay. Well, Pat said, don't talk to yourself, Tony. But of course I heard, don't talk to yourself, Tony. <laughs> oh, no, I did too. <laughs> That's, yes, I heard that. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I listened back like three times. I was like, what a bitch. Poor old Tony, though. But... <laughs> you do kind of get the impression that he does talk to himself <laughs> yeah, mostly because no, everyone exactly. else says, oh, he's chuntering away to him. But that's the, the thing. It, he thinks could, he's talking he... to other people, in actual fact. <laughs> It would have been very, um, you know, normal for her to have said that to Tony, but which is why, I did, yeah. it, because I heard it like that, I didn't quite understand the scene. But <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to yourself, you loon. <laughs> and you know, another weird thing that happened this week on um, Tuesday, I bumped into my friend Roger, and Roger played James Bellamy or plays James Bellamy in the Archers. Ah. And we were talking about it and he was like, um, he was saying, oh, he hasn't been, oh, he was supposed to go back in before COVID. Ah. And then COVID happened and da, da, da. And anyway, I don't Well, Lillian had a lovely in. chat with him, she says. Yes, <laughs> I know. So it was so weird because I was talking to Roger and then <laughs> that night, James was yeah. in Ambridge. And I was like, oh, this is such a shame because I would have loved to have heard James and the only. And yeah. Mon- wouldn't it have been fun to hear Mango? Yes. I hate you, Granny. I hate guitars. <laughs> um, Granddad, yeah. I've pooed in your rose bowl. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Of course he was going to be a shit, wasn't yes. he? Yes, of course, yes. <laughs> but that's why it would have been great. It would have been really... um. Uh, and I, I liked say, it when she said, Leonie's just gone for a nap for an hour <laughs> and a half. I thought, I said a nap. <laughs> because we've all lived with those sort of parents and people and yeah. friends we all have friends like that um it's like a uh i want to say alan alberg um 
Who's the one that wrote Noises Off? Aikbourne. No, that's Michael Frayne. No, no. Oh, yeah, sorry. But I, but actually, I was thinking of Alan Aikbourne. Okay, yes. That sort of set up with uh, Linda and uh, with the grandparents yes. Yes. and Lillian yeah. and, and yeah. then James and Leone coming yeah. to stay with Mango. And, oh, they, it, would have been, and it was such Mango a shame. Mango just being this sort of blur of destruction as he rushes from room exactly. to room. Exactly. There's a lot of... That would have been... Yeah, I think yeah. it's a shame that we didn't hear them, but hopefully they'll be back soon. I thought the haircutting scene was a little bit odd. <laughs> well, it's because you did the same for me, uh, Lillian. When I was in, after my trauma, and can we, you yeah, thought and a can little just, haircut would... Can we stop using Chelsea as a sort of... Oh, a wise uh, woman of the... Underage... Yeah. Ill-advised therapist. She doesn't yeah. know what she's talking about. She's an idiot. I mean, she should be an idiot. She's only eighteen. Yeah, she's don't, not don't a try healer. and make it. Yeah, no, don't. You know the power, the mystical power of a haircut. For God's sake, has anyone ever had a oh. haircut by Chelsea and just gone? Oh, that's great, thanks, and left without going? Oh, Chelsea, that's marvellous. You know, know. it's her yeah. job. Ex- exactly. She just cuts hair. Yeah. Yeah. That it's getting a bit. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it is. It's a, it was fun once or twice. Now it was stop fun it. Once or stop twice. it. Now. Yes, we've all yes. had a nice time, and now stop messing about. But yes. when um, Eliza was just, I must have been playing it, and Eliza, my daughter was in the room, and she said, um, she said, "Oh, I know that actress," because Chelsea was going, "Yeah, did this other thing happen here?" And she was like, "I know that voice," and I said, "Oh, well, no, you don't, darling, because you don't listen to the archers." And she said, "Yeah, I really recognise that actress." <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh That's my the dog. gosh, Cooper! Is, that, is he saying cut? <laughs> What's wrong, Cooper? Cooper, I've never heard him bark. It's the postman. He barks at the postman. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Shh. It's fine. Carry on. Sorry. It's quiet outside. <laughs> um, Only yeah. it was quiet inside. Anyway, I do, to be honest, to be fair to Cooper, he was basically saying just. Can we just cut this really boring anecdote? Because it's really boring. <laughs> Basically, she said, I know the actress. I said, no, you don't. And she said, yes, I do. She's reading the audiobook I'm listening to. Oh! A Jacqueline Wilson. But I was I was impressed because obviously her real speaking voice yeah. is a lot more RP than her Chelsea voice. So yeah. I was actually quite... Uh, gave my daughter a pat on the back. Oh, she's oh, got the ear then, hasn't she? She's yes, got the Carmichael ear. Pleased. I was pleased. Very good. Anyway, so that was my really boring story, and Cooper was quite right to interrupt. <laughs> yes, I apologise for that executive <laughs> intervention there from Coopy. Good to know he's on the ball. Uh. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
so to speak. Cut this bit. Cut this bit. Um, Wife, mother, grandmother, lover, <laughs> farmer, bibliotech, gourmet. That was funny, though, when she said gourmet. Farmer. Yeah, they, well, I think farmer, they wanted to write... Ass. Mother, grandmother, lover, and then they thought, well, we can't do it, yeah. so they put farmer in. <laughs> but as you said, yeah, really? Yeah, I don't think she owned a pair of wellies, did she? <laughs> Can you imagine her in wellies? <laughs> but Linda saying gourmet <laughs> was the highlight of the week, <laughs> without doubt. <laughs> um, uh, Lonnie Bihar has emailed us. Yeah, great name. Because we got all the it's with a spoon. Uh, because we got oh, all God. the all the um, <laughs> sorry, sorry with a spoon. We got all the all the um, things muddled up. All the uh, I'm, I'm, that doesn't sound like us, does it? Uh, about about San Francisco and Los Angeles and where everything was. Oh, and of he we said did. California is the golden state. Florida is the sunshine state. But Florida is frequently cloudy and rainy in the summer. Los Angeles is oh. in Southern California, situated between the coast and the desert. Hang on, do this slow, Lucy, so I can San understand. Francisco is on a bay. It can get chilly and foggy. The best weather is in October. The areas surrounding San Francisco to the southeast and north experience lovely weather year-round. Oh, what's that then? That's San Francisco but the east side? Yes. Well, around okay. it, he said. Okay. Young techies live in San Francisco, just like young professionals flock to London and New York. Old techies with kids like Alicia live in the lovely area outside of San Francisco. Oh, that's maybe where my friend lives. Mm. Um, is that the same as, you know, where all the techie, where Apple is and everything? What's it called? That, that Silicon area? Valley. Yeah. Is yes. that where that is? I think basically? so, yes. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. I'll just wait for someone to write in and tell me. <laughs> I got that wrong too. Well, with a spoon. Can, just, can, you, can someone just draw a map? Yes. And I think probably someone has already drawn a map of America that we could look at. No, but like a America for Dummies map. Okay. Saying like Sunshine State. This is the bit you know. This is the bit yes. on the film so-and-so. Exactly. This is the bit, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's what, what we um, need. <clears throat> Anthony Vickers-Collins is ticking me off. And quite rightly. Uh-oh. He says... Several times over the last couple of years, you have said that you will never forgive Jennifer for using the phrase your elders and betters when oh, talking yeah. to Kirsty. You are slightly unfairly maligning her. She did not say this to Kirsty. What happened was that Kirsty accosted her in the street over something or other, I think connected with the am pollution. Jennifer then, in relating the incident to Brian later in the privacy of their home, said, when, her was, when I was her age, I would never have dared speak that way to my elders and my, yes, I'm going to say it, my betters. Oh. Was it a snobbish and unpleasant thought to have had? Yes, but it was spoken between a married couple in private. Yeah. In the aftermath of an unpleasant tirade from Kirsty, and was to me a realistic portrayal of what someone like Jennifer might say to their other half behind closed doors. Actually saying it to Kirsty would have been far more objectionable, and I don't think Jenny would have done so. That, that's, that's, I mean, this is the standard I know. of listening. I know. That we have. Do you, to think, see. do you think our time is done here, Harriet? <laughs> yes, and we should just pass yes. everything over to them. Open mic. Everybody, just log on to Clean Feed. <laughs> Ten o'clock on a Saturday morning. You just, just, you know. I'll listen to Hamilton. I could just chip in with some lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spend hours in the garden. <laughs> um, that is incredible knowledge. 
And I still makes, think makes, I still think it's an awful thing to say. Yes, but quite but but in the context of she said it to her of course it is, mm. but it's not an awful thing to do. I, I think mean, it's, it's not, an awful thing to believe. Yes, but lots of people believe it, Lucy, without actually saying it. Mm. But you know, that's the thing, is it the sort of thing she someone like Jenny would say to her husband. Yes. And yeah. but she probably well, I don't know. Not, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a it's a bad thing, but it's almost like saying though. But isn't it a bit like just saying, "Oh, the youth of today." There's no respect. Mm, yeah. Or, or I guess there's more snobby connotations yeah. with what elders yeah. and betters. Yeah. But you know, a lot of people, a lot of. Um, it's not the ageism I object to. I think it's the it's the betters. Yes. It's yeah. the, somehow, yeah. because I have money, I am yes. a better person. Yes, yes, mm. I am agreeing. Yes, um, Philip Bailey uh, said that uh, we've we've sort of uh, we sort of overlooked it um, that on the week that Jenny died, um, the Monday of the day that she died, yeah. um, he said contained the most archery scene ever <laughs> during the opening with Adam and Alice. Sample dialogue: Alice, is that garlic bulb I spy in there? Adam. <laughs> Ian says she makes the best roast potatoes, not that he likes to admit it. <laughs> Alex, Xander is letting Martha play with his blocks and more than you, lots of people, not just you, thought he said bollocks. Weary Adam even more weary than ever. Huge exposition. The one with her and Auntie Lillian sipping champagne. We'll miss, we'll miss Jenny Darling, one of my all-time favourite characters over the past 35 years. Um, and Phil wants us to know that he was in Cadiz and he's now in Thailand. Oh my god! Yeah, it's around. So isn't now it? we're going to Thailand. Yep, as well. So why is Phil? I thought they were living in Cadiz. I, I don't know. Him and the family. Again, he hasn't told me. Oh come on! Let's. Have they some keep more these info, things please. from me, Harriet. What can I say? I don't. Um, I loved that archer's. In fact, I wouldn't it be nice to have archery di- the the best archery dialogue of the week every week? Just, yes, just. If yes. wants to peak send... archers. Peak archers. Peak archers. <laughs> send us in your submissions for peak archers. We'll have More a little section ar- yeah, called peak yeah. archers. More archers than archers dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a garlic bulb. I'm sure there was quite a lot of archers dialogue this week. I yes. There were like it's a little, it's always the nice little um, it's the inco- yeah inconsequential stuff that's just filler because they're just yeah. trying to set the scene before. Yeah. Oh, that smells good when you walk in. Or I was listening to sorry to completely digress, but you, have you seen Nolly the about the um, Crossroads actress? Uh, no, but I was reading about it this morning. Yeah, I have only read about it. I really want to watch it though. But you know, it was Crossroads was live. And yeah, so well, it was it, what she, it, it's what Victoria Wood based Acorn Antiques on. Oh, of course, with the wobbly oh, scenery and the people looking and the phone looking calls. startled sideways to camera because oh. it's something isn't where it's supposed no, to be. No, because if they were running behind, they'd have to put running behind <laughs> the time. They'd have to put a phone call in, and then she would go and pick up the phone and just ad lib. Yeah, and that was just because they were running. But isn't that so unbelievable? Yeah. You just can't imagine that no. now. And the it's pressure amazing. of that as well. And sometimes she was a bit of a bitch and she'd yeah. say, oh, you answer it. And they'd yeah. be, uh, the, act, the young actor would be like, oh, <laughs> I can't even remember who I am. What was, what's my name? <laughs> what's See, the name of the shop? <laughs> was that, 
Was it Celia Emery was Miss Babs, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. And she'd, she'd go over and she'd just do this... Str- she'd pick up the phone really quickly and then it would start ringing, ringing when it was in her hand. And she'd just do this funny... Her eyes would just dart sideways and she'd go, Yes? What? <laughs> Manchester <laughs> Airport? Manchester Foot Airport, did you say? Okay, I'll be there. Who was that, Miss Babs? Um, it was a consignment of Ottoman carpets. Anyway... <laughs> I didn't know that's what a god antiques was John. Oh my god, that's so funny. I'm gonna watch Nolly. I'm sure it's good. Um uh Joanne has messaged us and said, I know it's about Phoebe. She's headed it. Has Phoebe oh, dropped yeah. off the planet? Who? Oh yes. Yeah. Phoebe what? I know she went to the faraway north for work, but she hasn't actually been banished from the village. It seemed odd to hear her talk, to hear talk in the past few days of waiting for the funeral until Jennifer's South African grandchildren are able to fly over and questioning whether Debbie can get there. Yet no one, not even Kate, has mentioned the grandchild who actually lived in Jennifer's house with her. Not even a line about how upset Phoebe was when she heard the news. No, no one's bothered to ask her to the funeral, have no. they? no. <laughs> So oh, she's in Scotland. It's such a long way away. No, I can't afford a train ticket for her. She's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> darling, do you stay with your seaweed, darling? You'll be fine. There's <laughs> lots of quiet grieving to do up there on the beach. But yes, Grandad might be coming down there with you just to get away. Don't tell Alice where he is, will you? And Rory. Uh, um, that's funny. Lucy, I'm just suddenly, I'm suddenly worried that I've offended um, Welsh people by what? saying that Tom shouldn't say Seren. Because then I said, talked about a French name. And if you're Welsh, you're not French, you're British. I feel like no, I've you're done Welsh. a terrible thing. You're, if you're Welsh, you're Welsh. Okay, so have I yes. not offended anyone? Yeah, I don't, I don't think you've offended anybody. Okay, but the Welsh thanks. will tell you. Okay, if I've offended them. Th- th- yes, definitely they'll tell you if you've offended them. And all, they, they don't stop. And also, um, it is like those people that go to a different country and start becoming more Welsh than the Welsh or more French than the French or more, you know. And and yes. the, everyone else is quite relaxed and they're like militant. They immediately... Yes, which is why if you're Welsh, you might say Seren, but yes. Tom has to say Seren. Yes, to prove the role his Welsh. Yes, okay, fine. Yes. Okay, sorry if I did offend anybody. Um, Welsh. Mm. Well, or indeed anybody or just anyone to be I'm sure know. we've inter- yeah. we've offended millions <laughs> of people not, already let's not go down that hole yeah. um, right this is from Heather Maitland who says I, lo- I love this because I get very confused about plots and who's related to who and things like that so it made me laugh I've been listening to The Archers for about 25 years after being introduced to it by an ex-boyfriend dumped him kept The Archers good choice <laughs> I know no one else who listens so was pleased when I found your podcast I usually listen to the omnibus while running. So I was running listening to the death of poor Jenny. Difficult to run while sobbing. But I'd added an extra layer of sadness which kept me crying for most of the episode. I'd got it into my head that in real life the actors who play Brian and Jenny were married. And with real life Jenny being ill, every time Brian spoke I was imagining it all to be a dress rehearsal for when, if... His real wife died. I even oh, no. cried when I got home and told my husband why I'd had a terrible run. It wasn't until you mentioned <laughs> Shula retiring that it suddenly dawned on me that it's her that <laughs> Brian's married to, not Jenny. Thank God it was just too sad. 
Then she said, P.S. I listen to you while I run sometimes. Equally difficult to run while you're laughing. Someone once asked if I was okay as I ran past them laughing while still attempting to breathe and they thought I was having a fit. <laughs> I love that. I, I listen to... I'm, I'll just set and bang on about it, but I'm going to say it again. I listen to... Oh, Cooper. All right. I, I won't mention the other podcast I listen to. Sorry. Now, I listen to Parenting Hell when I'm running and... It, because it's so funny I, I, will, I actually sometimes have to stop to laugh or because if you snort and a bit of snot comes out that's even worse <laughs> and people are like who is that person yeah so I so I, I, I feel your pain but I um, yeah I did, wow that's sad that um, <laughs> she was crying for the whole run under but the mistaken is... impression that Brian was married to someone else. Mind you, that's, Brian frequently gets confused about but, who but, he's But then that is. is quite confusing, isn't it? Because Shula's left as well. And obviously Shula is married to Brian in real life. And now yes. Jenny's gone and Shula's gone. And I hope they're not, that Brian's not going anywhere mm. soon. Yes. I think and, 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 and a, No. Oh, they can't. That's like taking the... Um, Lucy, there's give an me a thing. There's an entire generation just gone whoosh, out the archers. Yeah, no, but even when, because so Lin, when do you remember, did you notice Linda mentioned Robert this week? Oh, did she? And it made my heart go a bit. Yeah. <gasps> because obviously he really has died. Yeah. And I thought, oh my goodness, is Robert just going to become a silent character? Yeah. But it's actually very sad when you know that the actors died. Yes. You know, very well prematurely, and yeah, that 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 made me my heart flutter a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to let Cooper out oh, because sure, sure, Jeff's sure. come back from his run. And sure. Oh, was he listening to uh, to the Archers omnibus? Probably. Hang on one sec. Oh. Ask him if he cried or did a bit of snot. Hi. Welcome to. Um, oh, I've done that before. Maybe she'll cut this bit out. Um, it's quiet uptown. They are going through the unimaginable. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm back. Da, 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 da. I've got into my stride. Uh, I thought you might have. Right. Anyway. Are you ready for the Reverend Julie Bacon? Are you yes. braced? <laughs> yes. Is she doing a sermon? Yes. Good. We are gathered here today in the episode <laughs> where Alice and Chris went to London to break the news to Rory of Jenny's death. I noticed a small but beautiful detail in the writing which I thought worth drawing to your attention. This is what we need. In the awkward conversation over cups of tea, when Julianne found out how many siblings Rory had, she asked, are you close? And when either Chris, Alice or Chris said something like, sorry, she amplified her meaning, do you live near each other? For Julianne, oh. closeness is about geography, not emotion. <gasps> I thought it was a neat encapsulation or illustration oh of her view of the world that was almost thrown away and felt it deserved a shout out. Oh my god. This is this is unbelievable. Top notch listening. Wow. Oh, I feel ashamed that I'm behind <laughs> this microphone. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> when all I do is hear Pat going, Don't talk to yourself, Tony <laughs> And she didn't even say it. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Except, but that's the thing, isn't it? Actually, that's so lovely that Julie's picked out the writing there because yeah. often, it's like with the scriptwriters, often we don't hear the finer detail because it's sort of thrown away in conversation or, you know, or it's not part of the, you know, it's, 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 prob it's amazing what's wasted probably in the beautiful writing because 
yeah. you're only half listening or it would be really nice to actually wouldn't it be great to read along <laughs> <laughs> sure they could do that on the app now highlighting the bits where you felt they didn't give it enough welly or you know <laughs> like, like on spotify you can have the lyrics yes now. they should do that on sounds do your own little karaoke <laughs> yeah. um, thanks julie message from amy who says i'm listening to this week's episode and you two are talking about how someone who didn't know london would be shocked by the housing prices <laughs> i think you might enjoy this little game about the vancouver housing market it's called crack shack or mansion <laughs> <laughs> You have to decide for each photo they show you whether the house in the photo is a certified crack den or a million dollar mansion. Good luck. <laughs> yes, you could play a very similar game here, couldn't you? Um, right. Uh, anyway, it's Rory's flat. It's not, flat. wasn't Julian's no. flat. No, but then he said, I could still, you'll still I keep know, me living here, won't I you? Know. So it's his, it's in his name, but she's yeah, paying yeah, for it. Yeah, but she's paying for it. But I, but I did, I actually had assumed it was Julian's flat. But so, oh God, but it must be a nice, poor Rory. It's, it's, mm. it's sort of actually awful, isn't it? Because piece by piece, his whole existence yeah. is being yeah. Picked pulled apart. away from him. Yes. But that's because tragic. his entire existence, he's built it all on money. No, but also he clearly never felt, no, but now that there isn't Jenny there to give him any stability he might have yeah. had, I don't know how he's ever going to pick himself up again. Mm. I know. Poor old love. Mm. But he's quite annoying. Um, <laughs> Neil Gagan said, ah, yes, said, because I messaged him back and said, I wrote that in yesterday's bit of the monologue. Um, he said, Cluedo, the ultimate family game to bridge that awkward time between a loved one's death and her funeral. My money's on Auntie Lillian in the spa hotel with the obliviousness of a congenital heart condition. Did I win? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> And he would like us to come to Bath, please. Oh, I, I'm I'm there. Mm -hmm. I'm coming tomorrow. Okay, it's Brace my, yourself. one of my favourite towns. Neil, <gasps> where, where, where to do where and what to t Bath? She, he just wants us to come to Bath because he's listened hi. to us for a long time. Well, look, I love Bath. I think it would be a great place to do Ambridge on the Couch live. I suspect there are quite a few listeners in Bath yes, of the Archers if you're in and Bath, possibly us. Like how or in the Bath? Yeah, or in the Bath. I mean, I've got one friend in Bath, so that's one. If we, if we can find a town, <laughs> if we... Is this like Neil, you being really good so, at picking lottery numbers because you once won yes. £10? Okay. Oh, did anyone win, by the way? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, they're all too rich now um, to listen to us. They're all but too But we busy. could hire the town hall, maybe not the Bath one, mm. but just a town the hall. The assembly hall! Oh, Lucy, that would be awesome! And then we could all wear Empire Line dresses <gasps> with our little boobies poking out the top. And we could do the archers... Um, the Austin Archers. Yes. Live. Right there. As a play. Like, have you ever seen Ostentatious? Yes. It's very funny, very mm. funny. And and then there was, they'd done Pride and Prejudice Live, or they did another, they didn't, but another comedy company did, can't remember what it's called, Sense of Sensibility Live, or I don't know. It was a bit like Jane Austen Goes Wrong, that sort of thing. So there's, there's a market for it. Yes. Okay, leave it with me. This is from Miss Pascoe, who I'll says... do nothing about it. The Gills finally get some action as Yay. silent characters, and it only proves them to be completely uninvolved in village life. <laughs> they didn't know that Jenny Darling had died, nor that the man sitting in their garden was the owner of the farm they live in the midst of and whom they bought their house from. Yes, I know. It's ab absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> you would surely know. Yeah, but they weren't there for ages, were they? The house was empty for ages. Yeah, and then they had that just... big party and wrecked it all. And then... Um, 
But they don't go to the shop. They don't do anything. But I, maybe they're weekenders. But, but we, we it's a bit know, of a big house anything. just for a weekend thing, isn't yeah. it? But they have lots of parties. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a bit weird that they didn't know that Jenny had died. Yes. It? It's a small village. Yes. Word gets around. <laughs> Susan would have probably liked You'd to have You'd think Emma would be them. doing cleaning for him by now, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> she don't need it now that she's at the tea rooms. to say. <laughs> oh, we haven't heard about the chicken factory for months. No. And months. Is she still there? <gasps> I saw Susie the other day, actually. I should have asked her. Oh, no, she's not. Oh. She, no, she's not, is no. she? Because she's now the barmaid. At exactly. The yeah. You know, yeah. Oh. So all that emotional investment we made yeah. into Emma so and weird. Emma's this horrible woman. I think that storyline was going somewhere, but just had to be cut because something happened. Because there was so much with that. Yeah. That character was even in it, wasn't she, yeah. boss? So weird. <laughs> very, but very you know weird. the magic rule. Did she put it on her Twitter profile? <laughs> then we know she's a thing. If they put it on their Twitter pro- plays Dada in the Archers, then they're a thing. If they don't bother, they're a one-hit wonder. I played Doctor for two seconds in the Archers. All I said was, you, Lucy? come through now, Brian. That was it. <laughs> did you, actually? Yes, I did, actually, yes. Well done. You never told me that. Thank you, I know. It's annoying that you've been on the Archers and I haven't. I know. I thought it would annoy I've auditioned you, so many times. Every time I do a Shambridge episode, it's an audition. <laughs> please just let me do something. Yes, please do. Then I don't have to keep hearing about it. <laughs> I can't wait to send you pictures from Birmingham Mailbox. Hi, Lucy. Just wanted to say hi. I'm just doing a little record. Just a couple of lines. Just a little something. Hush, hush. (laughs) I've seen you fake pretending to win an award on a red carpet, lady. I wouldn't believe it for a second. I'm just going to go up to Birmingham. Selfie myself in front of that, the archer's sign. Or Photoshop yourself in really, really badly with like... Your arm round Linda Snell or something. <laughs> Me and Carol. Mm-hmm. Me and Kaz. <coughs> right. Yeah. Now. <laughs> oh, guys, sorry. One more. Sorry. One little thing. You know when Linda was doing wife, mother, yes. grandmother. Well, Rex was actually listening to that and he thought it was a story. Because oh. oh, she suddenly went into like storytelling, yeah. mode, didn't she? And I yeah. thought, oh, she must be so lovely doing the. What happened books. to the wife, <laughs> mother, farmer? <laughs> what is a gourmet? <laughs> gourmet. Anyway, sorry, but it, oh yeah, I love oh. Linda doing that. I want Linda to do the uh, what's it called? Uh, what's it called when you stand in the church? You know, and do eulogy. The thing. That's the one. Yeah. Uology. Hope she does do the eulogy. eulogy. Yeah. yeah um, and now, now, what we're not going over to Radio Borsetshire. Where are we going over to, Harriet? Can you remember? No, hang on. No, that was last week. I know. I'm trying to think of a theme music for. We've got one. Oh no way! Yes, this week we're doing a Dickensian archers. Yes, so good. Because again. Harriet wanted to. Um, <laughs> so uh, very, it is... Very, very good. Very it is, funny. It is... Uh, Matt Rodriguez-Payne got the brief and ran with it. Yes. Um, so we're now going And there over. was quite a lot of shop action again this week, which we didn't even yes. mention. But, so this yeah. is the old Curiosity Village shop. Very good, Lucy. The Curiosity being supplied by Susan. Um, <laughs> nosiness Village shop. Uh, so we will now cross over to... 
the Old Village Curiosity Shop with music courtesy of Matt Rodriguez Payne. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. It was the age of culverts, it was the age of foolishness, it was the epoch of the flour and produce. It was the age of commercialism in Ambridge. And at the heart of it, in the small, dark and dank shop, sat a small, dark and dank woman. She is festooned with cobwebs and still wearing her green dress that she'd bought for a party five years ago, but it was from Underwood, so she was damned if she was going to get her money's worth. Jimmy's, Jimmy's, bring me a piece of the glassware we used for my Chrissy's wedding to that booze hound. I want to admire it again and remember when the world was pretty and I was young. <clears throat> Youngish, then. Good morning, sir. I'll just push aside those boxes. They're yet to be unpacked. Opal fruits, marathon bars, toffee and a little box of spangles. Oh, they'll be fine once we've given them a quick run under the tap. Who are you with your velvet coat and moth-eaten wig and your dusty ledgers? Funny you should mention that. I am Mr Dusty Ledger, the solicitor. I work with Usha. She now only specialises in guinea pig laundering, so I do everything else. I am here to console a sad and lonely old widower. Now that's Jimmy's clever books in the stockroom. He doesn't need consoling. And if he does, there's always more rain. She's in traction, but he can work round her. You all right down there, Jimmy's? If you can't find the glasses, see if you can find some of those ZX Spectrums. No, not him. A rich widower, Mr Brian Randycoin, A wealthy and prosperous gentleman. He can't be trusted to cook an omelette without burning the house down. And he gets twitchy if he doesn't get his end away at least twice a day. So he'll be looking for a wife sharpish. Oh, well, I don't care. Ever since I was jilted by Radio Borsetshire, I've hidden myself away behind me wall of crisps, a ghost in a tabard. Randy Coyne can jog on. Oh, tell you what, though, here's someone who might be up for it. It is I, Miss Kirsty Goodygood. I am fresh of face, dubiously young, and so unutterably virtuous that I'm more or less bound to contract TB and be dead by Chapter 6. Here, you're more like it. Do you fancy perking up the declining years of an Iversex landowner? Depends. I'm not great with a tagine. Does he have four horrible children who'll make my life a misery? Bingo. Marvellous. I can do my suffering voice. Will I be rich? No, my good young lady, I'm afraid you won't. It was my painful duty just now to inform Mr Randycoin that his good lady, now departed, has left her considerable fortune and several venison casseroles to... A husband, surely? No, good lady. To the rewilding project. She has added a note to the will that simply says, Up yours, Brian. 
for God's sake. You're all going to have to watch up a bit, you know. There's far too many of you in here. It's only a small curiosity shop. Someone shuffle forward. Move that spirograph. It is only I, Little Snell. And how are you involved in this torturous storyline, I pray? I'm not. Lucy just wanted to get Little Snell in. Right, well, you're in now. And if you're not buying anything, you can all get out again. Leave me to me cobwebs and me rally chopper. At last, my virtue has been rewarded. I can buy all the lichen and moss I want. And I don't have to shack up with a sexist old git who wears leather slippers. <coughs> oh, sorry. Here comes the TB. <coughs> Told you. <coughs> Right, and now... Okay, that was very good, Lucy. Well done. Thank you. Oh, I can't wait to hear the music. Um, well, you can, because we are going... Oh, yes, uh, we need to do our shout-out for... I'm getting lots and lots of poems now. Oh, yes, good. Uh, so, But we need more of them, more of them, more of them. Yeah, but uh, we also need a cut... What's the cut-off point? 14th of February, you need to have sent us your roses oh, yeah. are red, okay. violets are blue, blah, 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 mm-hmm. or limerick. Uh, and Kerry Davis has agreed, bless him... To judge it for us. Thank you, Kerry. And, uh, yes, and you will get a mug, which I imagine has made no progress since last week when we said you would get a mug. It's in my reminders. Is it? Oh, that's good. As long as it's staggered into your reminders, then it's one step And it comes nearer. up, and every time it comes up, I have to change the date of the reminders. You have a spasm of guilt it then. you haven't done it. Just yes. a panic, actually. Okay. Um, so our next Patreon Zoomathon is on 21st yep. of February. All Patreons will be sent the link. Um and yes, good, yeah, good, that's good. Be good. Um, oh, there's been a bit of a issue with some page. Uh, with some accounts, you need to oh. sort of re-sign in again for the new year. So because otherwise, you don't show up on our list as a Patreon. Um, so just oh. double check that it's all okay. Or maybe just go and log in again or something. Yes, because I don't want to miss anybody's poem or anybody's. If I email <laughs> out the link, I want everybody to be able to get it and all that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so Should we you do can, a register. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook. Oh, on I Twitter remember to say at, if you live in Bath as well. Yeah. <laughs> and also, we need peak archers dialogue, please. Peak, peak archers. Yeah. Apparently, there was a right you are this week. <laughs> I never noticed. Somebody messaged right, me and you said. Are? There was a right you are. I wonder who said it. No, it was a hello you two. It was Lillian talking oh. to. Uh, yeah. um, hello you two. <laughs> hello you two. <laughs> uh, yes, so twi- uh, on Twitter we are at on Ambridge Febreze is fabulous Febreze, or you can email us at Ambridge on the Couch at gmail dot com. Um, I'm going to play us out now. Oh, and Lucy, yes. thanks so much for any new reviews that have dropped. Oh yes, thank you. We appreciate them, and they are very useful um, yes. to having a podcast. So if you're happy if you haven't done one and would like to do one that would be amazing thanks very much thank you thank you thank you thank you very much i'll just make just just copy and paste someone else's thank you very much <laughs> as, long as, as long as copy and paste a good one <laughs> a shit one that wouldn't be mm. um i'm now going to play us out with the dickensian archers theme yes. um because Not you need to hear it because you haven't yeah, heard it yet because we have to put it you, like this bye everybody bye <laughs>
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 